This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, hmm. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the RJ Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah. It's the Arctic Podcast. I'm, I'm Spencer. <laughs> and, I, and I'm Brian. Sorry. It's well, cool, man. Got ahead of myself there. Yeah. Happy St. Patty's. Oh, yeah. Am I wearing green? I'm not. I'm just in my green underwear. Does that mean I'm getting right? Ra- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then I would definitely not be wearing yeah. green. So happy March the 17th. On this day in history, it's been St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Since when? I don't know when St. Patty's started. Should we look? Do Well, what is the purpose of St. Patrick's Day? Uh, is is St. Patrick the saint of drunkenness or something? patron saint of... Alcoholism? Uh, a cultural and religious celebration marking the death date of St. Patrick, Patrick, the foremost patron saint of Ireland. Just straight up of Ireland. How do you think he feels, you know, how he would feel if we could go back in time and tell him, hey, uh, you do have a holiday every year, but it's people for- just get... Plastered, rickety, rickety wreck. <laughs> I don't know, man. He'd probably be, you know, cool. I don't he, know. He lived from AD three eighty five to four sixty one. Those are good years. And he's a saint. Good years, man. Yeah, four sixty one. Good times. Just bleeding right into the dark ages there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, on this day in history, in nineteen fifty nine, the Dalai Lama flees Tibet for India. Wow. Do you know how they choose the next Dalai Lama? They. Do you know how the next Dalai Lama is chosen? No. It's super weird, and I don't know why I read this sometime. Well, you know, because smoke in the chimney isn't weird. Like <laughs> colored colored yeah. Pope smoke. Um, so there's the Dalai Lama, and then there's another guy. What is he called? Man, it's been a while. Oh, it's the then there's another guy called the Panchen Lama. Ooh. Okay. Um, and they choose each other. Oh. In childhood. Like oh. the Dalai Lama. I think he's already said. So this is this is where the controversy started. Do you want a quick uh, lesson in Tibetan China sure. relations? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so the Dalai Lama now there's been political strife since nineteen fifty nine. Right? Uh-huh. They've been banished the uh, uh so that's why he's in India. Um but he he named the next Panchen Lama. Okay, but then, uh, by the way, Punch and Lama will be at Warport this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they're right before uh, All American Rejects. Yes, uh, he—it's the Gay Lug tradition. If you're curious, um, I think that's a, a bar downtown yeah, too. The Gay Lug tradition—that's a good idea. Uh, so he's chosen the next Punch and Lama, who will then choose the next Dalai Lama. Uh-huh. But here's the controversy: China. State-run China came out and said that another kid is the Panchen Lama. So now all the uh, uh, is that anything like a now do- all the Buddhists punch? <laughs> now all the Buddhists don't know what to do. Oh my gosh, what are they? Because do? when the Dalai Lama dies, the existing Panchen Lama, whichever mm-hmm. one you go with, because now there's two, right, is going to choose the next Dalai Lama. Oh. Anyway, so the, he was officially banished, and well, he fled for his life if, in 1959. I mean. And your kids die, too. Right. Is that what's going to happen? That's what's going to happen. Jeez. 
I don't, I don't know why people don't talk about it. There's like a billion plus Buddhists. And a billion? Oh, man. Let's look. That seems there's only like four billion people. There's like seven billion people, first of all. On the earth? Yeah. Since when? Since like 2006. I'm, uh, I'm going to look that Half up. a billion. Half a billion. Right. Eight to 10% of the world's total population are Buddhist. Wow. Yeah. Did you look it up? What? Or, yeah, 7.53 billion. Yeah, man. It was 4 billion like in 1950. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've come a long way. That's probably well, not good. However you want to look at it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We might need to give Thanos a call. Yeah. Um, Speaking of giving Thanos a call. <laughs> shoot him a text. Yeah. So I uh, I washed my car yesterday for the first time in like two months. Yeah, so did I. Because, That's weird. Well, everyone did because it's been That's snowing. True. and the, if, It was rusting. Every week yeah. it snows. Every weekend it snows. So there's salt or, or rain. Yep. So there's no point. There's zero point to washing your car. But yep. there's no rain in the forecast for like a week. And... Uh, after I washed off my fender, I realized that someone had door dinged slash oh. possibly hit me because there's like four different dents in my front fender. On the side? Uh-huh. Not my door. My front fender. Like like on the wheel well? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. It's, there. it's almost like someone was parking next to you every day for four days <laughs> and hitting it. In different spots. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I'm not super stoked Your car's about new. It. I I Every... There's now three things with my car that are damaged, and none of them are my fault. The 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 fender, the windshield's cracked because some random you know rock, rock. off a truck. Yep. And the front, uh, I don't know what to call it. It's not the bumper, but there's a little piece of plastic that holds the emblem that's cracked because someone was texting and driving and didn't see a tire, and they hit the tire and it flipped up. Oh my gosh! And it hit my car. You never told me this story. That's yeah, that's that was, scary, that was like a man. year ago. But yeah, I was. It's just. Uh, I try to take care of my car, but what's the freaking point? Yeah, people just people do, are just terrible. Do they make little like rock chip kits you can do yourself? Just like put some super glue in it. Um, sort of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because well, if not, proof of concept. Hot glue. <laughs> hot glue. Super glue. <laughs> Something to seal it up, you know? Yeah, you know, it actually, to do your windshield, you mean? Yeah, it's like if it's you get probably it, if really you get easy because they do it. And they're always like, oh, this will take five seconds. Right, and then we build, we'll bill your insurance like a bajillion dollars. Right. It's some resin that, you know, sometimes they heat it up. It makes it more clear so you yeah. can't really see it at all. But really, it's just to stop it from spreading. Yeah, I'm sure it's on Amazon. Probably. I, I mean, found a dent remover kit on Amazon. So Have you seen like the, the Billy Mays scratch remover marker? Yeah. Yeah, you should try that on your fender. Maybe <laughs> my car, not my guitar. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Anyway, snap. Dalai Lama was that with was was that it with the Dalai Lama? Yeah, that was this day in history. Oh. Okay. Um, but I do have a, a clip I want to play for you. So last time we were talking about um, that book I have that's called "Shit Trump Says." Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I found a quote in there that was another doctrine of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, the, I can't remember what the exact quote is, but it's Donald Trump telling Larry King he has bad breath. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah. I'm going to play it for you so everybody can hear it. Okay. Here we go. Do you mind if I sit back a little bit? Because no. your breath is very bad. It really is. Has this ever been told to you before? No. Huh? Okay. Then I won't bother. <laughs> no, actually, like that's, that. how you, that's how you get the edge. Okay. So that's important right there. So the quote was taken out of context. Okay. Uh-huh. And what Larry King was asking him is, 
He said, you're able to put people off guard and to make people really uncomfortable. Uh-huh. How do you do that? How do you oh. get your edge? Now, on this YouTube clip, there's Trumpers on here uh-huh. supporting the president saying that was taken out of context. But if you think about what he's doing, uh-huh. he's showing Larry King how to be an asshole. <laughs> So yeah. it doesn't make it any better. No. Like, he's used this on someone for real. He just did. He yeah. just did it to Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I, I got a good laugh out of uh, people saying this was out of context because the actual context is actually worse. Right. You know, right. It's, it's actually better to think like, oh, he was being honest with Larry saying, right. hey, do you want a mint? Because he always has tactic or tactics. He always has Tic Tacs. I like tactics. Yeah. Those are- <laughs> he always has Tic Tacs ready just because he might grab someone by the pussy. So... <laughs> Anyway, I thought it was funny that they were. Do, do Tic Tacs help? I don't know, but they help, were in his pocket with help, the Billy Bush Help tape. with grabbing? Remember that? Oh, yeah. It was right before he got off the bus. He's like, ooh, she's attractive. <laughs> He's like, I, got, I always keep Tic Tacs with me, you know, because they, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Huh. Well, I might have to go get some of those and see <laughs> help, if that helps pussy me. Grabbing. Any. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good stuff, though. So we'll read another clip, another uh, freaking quote from him in that book. It's pretty bad. It's pretty frustrating to watch. Yeah. Speaking of things. Speaking of bad quotes. Come immediately. <laughs> speaking of things he said. Yeah. Did you hear about this biker thing in the military and the police? Oh, yeah. People on the left are tough, but my people are tougher. I have the police, the military, and the bikers, but they're not tough right now. But if they do get tough, it will be scary. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Give me. Come on. What do you think? Um. Well, I first of all, well, I I think his base is... There's a lot of crazy people in his base. I know. I guess. It's scary. But I also think that there's enough people in his base who would be like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Like, he's doing that. He's attacking John McCain, who's dead, right, for <laughs> yeah. like two days straight. Well, but let me, let me stick on this, this in possibly violent rhetoric here. The, the, because what, you have – a, a lot of people are like, I hate the, you know, if any other president did that. No, no, no. That's what we have to go on. That you – we only find out how good he is or any president by comparing them to past presidents, right? Yes. He's not on a on an island. And like, no other presidents have, presidents have threatened a, right. a coup? Right. This isn't like <laughs> Jeff Probst where he's the only host ever of Survivor. There's no one to compare him to, right? <laughs> yeah. So just imagine if anybody else said this, you know? Right. I mean – I remember when Bush said, like, if you're not with us, you're against us uh-huh. to the world. And that right. was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe you just said that. Well, uh, so what's most uh, disturbing is his comments he's made to Kim Jong-un about, oh, I wish my people should do that. And, you know, right. how he's insinuated that he likes a dict- dictatorship. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was his intent, but. Um, oh, I think he would love that. Yeah, I if guess. Pe- if, people, yeah. if someone brought that up, uh-huh. he will never say it. Uh-huh. But if someone says it, he'll jump on it and be like, I think it's a great idea. I love that idea. Yeah. You and uh, it's kind of also a little, a little concerning because of what uh, Michael Cohen said. Yeah. And I think that's what. That why there will be no peaceful transfer, right? Yeah, this is why that, that came about. The article came right. about because uh, Cohen said that and then Trump said, you know, the military and the cops are on my side. Maybe that's why he did it, because Michael Cohen floated it. Right. I think I've said on this podcast before, that's what he does. Yeah. He floats terrible ideas and narratives to see what the general reaction is, uh-huh. and then he'll push it completely, or he'll walk it back. Right. Or not walk it back, he just won't ever say it again. Right, you know? right. So, I don't know, man. 
Uh, well, I, I was contemplating that because we, we talked about Civil War yep. a few episodes ago. And I mean, I think we're pretty I don't think it. <laughs> I know. And but here's so here here is my take on that. All right. So I I wish that there were more people that I could talk to that lived in Germany during the rise <laughs> of Hitler. Right. Um, the rise of the Reich. Because I'd like to know if they said things like, I don't think that you know this would ever happen. I don't think that Hitler would take over. And I don't think that we'd have a dictator and yeah. that we'd, we'd kill all these Jews so, and that we'd go to war in an attempt to take over. I mean... When he was first elected in like 22. Right. People like you and me... That's what I mean. Who were like, opposed to him were like, ah, we're pretty far away. Yeah, like that's, like, that's, that's never going to happen, right? Happen. Or even people during our our Civil War that were yeah. like, yeah, you know, the slaves should be free, but, you know, we're never going to – I'd like to know if that kind of attitude was around and if if that's what we're going to fall victim to because I mean, history, history just happens. 9-11 just happened. You know, there right. was not – there was not a uh, there was no people on the radio saying you know I don't think nine eleven right. would happen so you know a civil war R- Russia true. is friends with the president as far as we know I, well from what it, it seems like yeah. there might be something there and so what if I do worry about complacency uh-huh. you know and people getting uh, politically or socially burnt out and I worry about that because. Although our our fears should have subsided just a touch mm-hmm. with the midterms, right, right. Of, of complacency. But because there's that old quote, like, what is it, you know, for evil to win, it just takes good people doing nothing. Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of wonder. He did say the other day when he was making fun of the night hosts, he said, what are you guys going to do in 2024 when I'm not here? So, okay, I mean, good assumptive sale. Like yeah, he's already going to win twenty twenty. Yeah, it but I know. Me. But I'm just saying that it, from that, he's not. You, you think he'll be done? I mean, he might die. Yeah, I know. <laughs> from natural causes. Well, from hamburgers. So hamburgers. In the worst, and this is I hate getting into stupid I, conspiracies where I sound like a lunatic. Wow, oh, dude! I listened to Alex Jones on Joe Rogan the other day. Yeah, holy shit! He was on man. Joe Rogan. Well, they're kind of friends. Really? They go they go way back, but then they got in a little uh, war back and forth on their shows. Uh huh. And so they wanted to kind of clear the air. Uh huh. And with Alex Jones being censored uh-huh. on every platform now, yeah. Joe had him on to kind of clear their own air, uh-huh. and then Joe always he is, he's crazy, but Joe slows him down. He's like, whoa, 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 stop! You know, like I'll give you an example. He's he's talking about like. That chimera already exists, like uh-huh. human cow uh, combinations. Oh, I don't know how to exp- what whatever you know. And he said he kept saying like the government, the government. And Joe's like, what do you mean by the government, right? And so anyway, uh, it was very, very intriguing stuff right. <laughs> to listen to. Um, but I can't remember what I was going with that. Other oh, just I was saying when you talk about a conspiracy, it's like nothing compared to like yeah, Alex I know. Jones. But I was just thinking about like how something like uh, a civil war, a hostile takeover would would happen if you know because it, it seems so it seems so out of the realm of possibility. So, but for it to happen, uh, you'd have to have the military yeah. or some of the military on your side, and you'd have to probably have the backing of another superpower like Russia. Yeah. So you could so, get Russia to invade, and then you'd have 
it ta- it does take time. And if we can learn from history, I've been listening to this uh, Civil War podcast. Right, mm-hmm. it's super super dry. Right, like really hard to listen to. But they're very educated people on the Civil War, and. Like, I'm, like, 11 episodes in, and they haven't even gotten to the war yet. They started in, like, 1796 Mm -hmm. because there was already tension. Right. And South Carolina threatened to secede, like, eight times before (laughs) they actually did. Right. You know, and, uh, like, Jefferson Davis and Ulysses S. Grant fought on the same side in the Mexican War together. Mm -hmm. They, like, knew each other. And then in the Civil War, they were fighting against each other. So this is a different time because we would see them, like, arming, Right. Yeah, one, one side would see the other like starting to separate and arm themselves. I don't know how I don't know how much could happen in secret. Anymore. Well, I know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, well, except for that, Russia already. It's not like they don't need to be secret. You know, they right. just they train well, and then they don't say what they're training for. And in the case of South Carolina, they actually were going about it the, the geopolitical way. They were formally they formally seceded. Right. And Lincoln was like, No, 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 you can't can't do that you're you're part of my country and right they he said no yes you know and he the jefferson davis or who the confederates were like yeah we no we're not yeah well okay we're gonna come take you back over then <laughs> that's basically what happened but they threatened it for a long time like 40 years right so it's my, hard to know my how only other cons- my only other thought would be um the people that you know because we have militias here we have yep. crazy militia people or whatever you want to call them. Maybe they're not crazy. Um, but those are the people that would defend us against an invasion, except they're probably part of Trump's base. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, you know, that's the – we have such an advantage with – not, and I don't mean like – I mean America uh-huh. in terms of invasion. We've talked about this before. No, I know. The oceans it's, it's, and our Air Force and our Navy. like Venezuela anyway. moved right up through Mexico in a – caravan (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) all we have to do is lock off the panama canal you know which obama gave back i don't know he did i don't know i think so did you know the panama canal was like one of the most heavily fortified yeah uh installations during world war ii i'm sure and i'm pretty sure that i'm pretty sure the u.s did own it until just a few years ago yeah that was part of the deal pretty sure you know um all right well i have I have something else I want to play for you. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I don't know if you saw this in the notes. I hope you didn't. I don't think Because so. I want you just to listen to it. I'm going to pause it at a certain point. Okay. okay. All right, here you go. We are witnesses to the most ruthless attack on a president and the people who voted for him and the free system that allowed it to happen in American history. From the highest levels of government to their media, universities, and billionaires, their hateful defiance of his legitimacy is an insult to each of us. But the ultimate insult is that they think we're so stupid that we'll let them get away with it. These saboteurs slashing away with their leaks and sneers, their phony accusations and gagging sanctimony, drive their daggers through the heart of our future, poisoning our belief that honest custody of our institutions will ever again be possible. So they can then build their utopia from the ashes of what they burned down. No, their fate will be failure and they will perish in the political flames of their own fires. Okay. <laughs> she says build their own utopia, like that would be a bad thing. I know. Do you know what a utopia is? Yes. I mean, uh, yeah. it's synonymous uh, with nirvana. Right. right. 
they'd, they'd build their own glorious paradise where where people would be taken care of and I just, uh, well, <laughs> so I just want you to take a guess of who's talking and where this came from. Well, I'd have to imagine it's someone on the far right, <laughs> the the ludicrous right. Um, I, I is that a commercial from Alex Jones or let's something? Just, or let's just keep going here. Okay. We are the National Rifle Association uh, of America, and <laughs> give me a freaking break. The NRA is. Look at the fear in this ad, right? Look it's, at the sense of fear that, that she just created. This is the only way Republicans can win anymore is fear. Yeah. You tell you show me show me something that's not fear based. What does that? Every everything they try to do has been fear based as of late. The do you wall. Notice that she the, didn't say anything about they're going to take our guns. Right. Right. She didn't mention anything about that because no one's ever said it. Right. But she does represent the NRA. Yeah. Right? If if you're wondering who this is, this is Dana Loesch, the the. Remember the woman that was on with uh, the Parkland kids? Oh, yeah. That's her. That's her talking on here. Uh-huh. You know, like, <laughs> the spokeswoman for the NRA does this ad trying to incite more fear than Hannity. Wow, you're right. You know? that I mean, and you should see the images that are displayed during this ad. It's like ashes, people kicking cop cars. Uh, you know, riots in the street. I, I see Beto O'Rourke doing that kind of stuff all the time. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, oh, so, something's really wrong. <laughs> I just um, unexpected genocide. Uh, oh my gosh! So <laughs> yeah, some, and in this article, uh, which is on oh, this was on the Kansas City News, KansasCity.com. Mm. Um, yeah, it talks about how she's back with what some people are calling an incitement to violence. Then it's there. That's what it sounds it's like. Clear. I don't know how else to. The NRA, the NRA. I'm not anti-gun and the at all. And the NRA should be ashamed of themselves for that. Yeah. And what does their organization have anything to do with uh, political leanings? You know what I mean? Like, where do you get off as as an organization that's simply trying to? I don't know. I, do you get what I'm saying? No, you're right. I. I'm I'm trying to I've been trying to compare the far right and the far left and I just don't see things like this coming from the far left. Yeah, like the only thing I could think that would even come close would be like if Planned Parenthood did an ad about like they want to come put vagina blocks on your vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I what it I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't get what... They want to take away your abortions. Everyone gets abortions. Everyone loves abortions. Like, let's get one thing straight. The I... National Rifle Association is a club. Yeah. It's a little club. Yeah. Okay? And they should just be promoting, like, hey, come be a part of our club. Right. We meet, <laughs> we meet annually or semi-annually, uh-huh. and you can come look at all of the new guns that have never come out it's... and look at the new technology that hasn't changed and see... <sighs> You know, we have a new kind of bump stock. Right. Like, it's a club. It just, it really, it, it, it bugs me that people can't put this all, put, put the connections together, that this is a company that is, is putting out a fear message yeah. because of their interests. It's, a, it's an organization 
to that that represents all the the manufacturers, all these, these corporations. Right. That if guns became illegal, would cease to exist essentially. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I, and how can you not put that all together? Right. Like how can you not see? How can you not see that it's about money? Right. It's all about money. Has nothing to do with your rights. Has nothing to do with safety. It has everything to do with money. Yeah. Someone will lose money, and a lot of it, mm-hmm. you know, if if this if something ever happens, if one thing gets banned, right. right? Like, how much money have manufacturers made in China? Okay, mm-hmm. from high capacity magazines that have been legal since that ban was lifted. Right. You know, like I don't know. And the for Dan for whatever her name is Dana Lash to. Do one thing over here with the Parkland kids and try to put on a, a pretty face and say, you know, that it's horrible what happened to you kids. But then at the same time, this ad is clearly an attack on their principles. Right. You know, it's like, what do you, I just don't get it. Which, there, there's so much of this on the right. Like, I just, I, I know that the left, you know, is just as involved as, as money. They, they do the same sort of stuff, yeah, but it just does doesn't it. seem to be as pronounced and right. as as obvious i guess and it's not it's not always like for a bad thing they don't use fear a lot right. I, I feel like no no and the only organization if you ever bring up gun rights to someone on the right uh-huh. and the argument turns illegitimate which it always does it usually spins into abortion <laughs> right which no no there's no like abortion ra Right. <laughs> right. The the argument is always that federal dollars shouldn't be spent on abortion. Right. You know, so okay, but so there's no organization like this, what is what I'm saying. There's no private There's no abortion yeah, abortions lobby. are us. Yeah, there's no abortion <laughs> lobby. You know, maybe there is if it's hidden, you know, it's in the deep state. It's so like, yeah. I don't know. We want to get everybody the the abortion they need right now. Everyone needs an abortion. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah. I just that and that's it seems to you're right and it seems like anytime you defend the left's position it comes back to that and that's it like always, uh, the, the abortion it like, is the biggest red herring or straw man or whatever you want to call it right. whatever logical argument fallacy you want to use anytime you know you could be talking about microphones with someone yeah. and it's, eventually it'll be like will you support abortion you know, and you're like, what does that have to do with the kind of and I like I, I've said, I know I've said it like 16 times on the show. They don't support abortion; they <laughs> right. support the right to choose. It's not requisite. It's to not be, like being a member. we want everyone to get an abortion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every baby should be aborted at least once. <laughs> you can't have a good job till you have been aborted. Right. And I just, I don't get it. Yeah. If I don't. you have a draft card, you have better had an abortion. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you abortion daughter. You're in your, your job interview yeah. with Google and they're like, oh, I see you graduated from Princeton. And oh, you've never, you've never had an abortion. This, am I reading this right? <laughs> you've never had an abortion? I'm sorry. We don't take kindly to yeah, your type around I mean, here. if you've been dodging that, you know, <laughs> cadet bone spurs. <laughs> this is an abortion drafter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just couldn't do it. Which, talking about money, brings us to uh, something we were talking about before we started, which is New Zealand. Right. And this horrible shooting that happened. Um, and the reason we want to talk about it is because the prime minister over there and her government, uh, her name is uh, Jacinda Ardern. I hope I say that right. She plans on uh, banning semi-automatic rifles. Mm-hmm. And um, this article I found um, from The Guardian 
They interview this guy, University of Sydney gun control expert Philip Alpers. So he's from Sydney, Australia, which if you remember, Australia banned weapons in the late 90s after a mass shooting they had. Mm-hmm. And they haven't had a shooting since. Um, a mass shooting. A mass shooting, yeah. Um, but he, he's talking about how the weapons that they found on the, the perpetrator were modified illegally. Um, I, they were, so they were more military style. Um, with higher capacity magazines, he had two assault rifles and two shotguns, among others. Um, and, but he's saying, if Jacinda moves quickly, as quickly as former Australian Prime Minister John Howard did uh, when he banned him, uh, and she does it in 12 days, the probability is that she will be able to do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. The gun lobby is very strong in New Zealand, supported by the New Zealand First Party, and a number of rural MPs whose constituents do not want them want to lose access to firearms they use for recreational hunting or as tools on farms. <laughs> okay. Tools on farms. It also doubles as a shovel. So <laughs> right. I, I, I plant my seeds by first shooting a <laughs> hole in the ground. If you shoot it just right, you get a perfect <laughs> hole for potatoes. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, I can't imagine a country where it is less likely that they will just utter thoughts and prayers and let it slide. That won't happen in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd like that quote. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> so, I, you know what? You guys might hate me for this, but props to New Zealand. I know that the United States might be past the point of no return with uh, banning guns. Yeah, there's um, more guns than people. Yeah, I, but New Zealand's not, and they don't have tons of fucking money being thrown at this by a lobby Right. They have a lobby. He mentions it, but it's not nearly big enough to control the government as it is here. Right. The point here is that the NRA, a single entity lobby, mm-hmm. controls half of the government. Yeah. A little upsetting. <laughs> right. So I so props to New Zealand. They're gonna do it now and they're now, gonna be just as successful as Australia. In New Zealand's now let me let me just throw a couple things. I have sure you know, whatever. I if they want to ban assault rifles Great. I I don't know if that'll It's semi automatic rifles, so it might even be like I don't think they'll be able to do that. There's no way. That's like that 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 does cut into hunting and tooling and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. We'll see how what they come up with. Um might be a certain now, you have to consider a couple of things here. New Zealand's population is about the size of Los Angeles's population. Sure. Okay. Uh, that's it it's that's one city, essentially. So for them to change the law, it's not that difficult there. Yeah. Because if you think about it, although Los Angeles's population is pretty diverse, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I mean, uh, they, they, they pass this kind of stuff, uh, pretty liberal laws, pretty easily. Yeah, it's true. And, and I, it, it's still, it always comes back to money, you know? Right. There are some curses to being the richest country in the world. Right, lobbyists being one of them. So to give you to use your example, mm-hmm. the GDP of New Zealand two hundred five billion. Is that the god? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn population. <laughs> the GDP uh, two hundred five billion. The GDP of Los Angeles seven hundred fifty five. Wow. So they're almost quadruple New Zealand's GDP. That's pretty crazy. Which means you have very powerful people even in Los Angeles. Right, right. You don't right. even. You, we don't know these people. No, I know. We don't know their names. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, the, this is the whole point of like HR uh, one that the House tried to pass. Well, uh-huh. the House did pass, and the mm-hmm. Senate blocked. It was the that was the whole point was to stop giant packs from anonymously donating millions of dollars to campaigns. Right. You know? Right. 
So and they're going to be able to pass it. You're absolutely right. But it's not because the population's smaller. It's because there's no lobbies that are right, right, right. this huge. Right. Um, I also want to... I, I, I think one of the reasons... I, I don't think that banning guns here would help. Um, no, I think one because too late. One, because no one would do it. Um, two, because they would still get into the country. The thing that Australia and New Zealand have going for them is, one, their population is nowhere near as big as ours. So right. it's just statistically there's going to be less mass shooting because there's less crazy people. It's true. And they're both islands uh, that are really hard to you have it's a long way. It's a long swim <laughs> to get an, a rifle. Ocean water. Right. Not to say that they don't have things come across their borders illegally, but we've got... Well, uh, we make the most guns, too. Well, yeah, yeah like, but there's a lot of... Uh, there's the right. Middle East over there that has old Russian... You know, there's, there's, there's plenty of guns to be had. So them being on an island... Um, and their small population, I just, I just don't think that that would work as well here. I agree. It's not the perfect analog, no, right? Yeah. But uh, Australia is. It's pretty freaking close. Well, that's They're, what I mean. Australia is still an island. It, it is, you know. And I, I see what you're saying from a like a geography standpoint, right? Yeah. Um. All right. Well, you I could, have a, you could. I mean, a lot of the illegal guns that could come in here would come in through the the south and. Yeah, they'd come in with the the heroin. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, there is no there is no South America connected to Australia. Their South America is New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, bastards, <laughs> build a whatever. Build a wall. Build a, build a flood wall. Build, my <laughs> my friend in Canada, she said uh, she lives in Toronto. She's lived there for almost a year, and she's like, "There's no good Mexican food here." And I was like, "It must be that wall that Canada yeah. built, yeah, <laughs> to keep out Americans who know how to make good Mexican well, food." Maybe we should move up there and start I, a Mexican joint. I guess, man. yeah. Like, I don't know. She has pretty mixed feelings on it. Although she went to the doctor, she said, and uh, she didn't pay anything. Yeah, I don't know. It and then, comes up every time. And then her employer paid for all her medicine. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, isn't that nice? Um, <sighs> so I have another topic to debate. Yeah, this is this is this one's interesting. Oh, this the other one's, ones weren't. Interest- <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad, I'm glad you tuned that, in now. Uh, <laughs> um, so something happened in the United Nations. Uh, oh wait, this is actually old, but we'll talk about it anyway. Oh, I don't know. It popped up on my Google feed. I wonder why that happens. I hate that. Mm. It's kind of it's from 2016. Oh, November 2016. Um, the UN Un- was uh, in session with the uh, Human Rights Committee, mm-hmm. okay? And the U.S. was one country. I'm gonna, not going to tell you how many yet. <laughs> one country out of a certain number that voted against uh, the glorification of Nazism. Okay. I'm sorry. They voted against combating the glorification of Nazism. So the, there was a okay. Wait, a, there was a resolution in the UN okay to combat the glorification of Nazism, and the United States voted against it. <laughs> Why? Well, is it because it would infringe on constitutional rights? That sort of thing. Two things. First right. of all, they were one of three countries that didn't. That didn't. Was Germany one of them? No. Okay. Ukraine. <laughs> Oh. And another country called Palau. That's a little tiny. Island. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're just chucked. This is probably where all the Nazis went. But this is why I want to talk about it, because in Germany, it's illegal 
uh-huh. to you know fly a swastika. People do it still in forms of protest, but they end up, in Germany. Yeah, really, they get arrested. Uh, it's a very capitalist country. They are very wealthy, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's it's illegal. The glorification of Nazism is, is illegal. Is illegal there. Okay. So there, the U.S. didn't sign on for that reason, right? Um, that it's a due to this resolution's overly narrow scope and politicized nature, and because it calls for unacceptable limits on the fundamental freedom of expression, the United States cannot support it. I get torn on this one. I know that if you if you move the goalposts, uh-huh. they're going to continue to move, and that's the scary thing about limiting free expression, mm-hmm. you know? But it's not – Nazis didn't just hurt Europe. Like, right. We lost hundreds of thousands of people. Right. Not, I mean, aside from the human rights thing with mm-hmm. Nazis, right? We lost hundreds of thousands of soldiers to a war fighting the Nazis. And yeah, that was it was. And uh, we're okay with people glorifying at, at, at it. At one point, it was twelve thousand a month. Yeah, like that's a lot. So, how, <laughs> how do you feel? Um, like you go to the store. Like here, so this happens. This happened to me a lot lately. Right. And there's a truck. With an American flag and a Confederate flag. Well, We've talked yeah. about that on the podcast. Now, what if you saw a truck with the German flag and a swastika? Or just a swastika? Like, how would... Like, where, where do you... Do, so cool, we, we can never draw the line? Is that what you're saying? Like, because I, yeah. I know that hate speech has a very... It doesn't have a scope, right? It's not very narrow in terms of what's included in hate speech. But I think it's fair to say that the Nazi position should fall under the scope of hate speech. Yeah. Like, Jews will not replace us was chanted in this country just two years ago. Right. You know? I feel like everything the Nazis stand for should fall under the purview, the penumbra, if you will, of hate speech. But, okay, so if you were to get rid of uh, that, wouldn't you have to go after, like, the Klan and... Yeah. All the different militias and stuff, too. Like, yeah. I mean, but the Klan... I mean, not that I'm... The I, Klan had to change their their mission statement in the early 20th century because of this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because of hate speech laws. Mm-hmm. You know? And they had to say, like, oh, no, we're just a Christian group. You know, there's all sorts of wrangling that they did. Not to mention that they were in the Jim Crow South. Right. You know? But, no, it's hate speech. Well, I think... Uh, I don't know. That's uh, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't fall on this on the defense of the Nazis or no, anything. No. But if you're but on the I defense think... of free expression totality, right? Like I'm on the side of you should be able to say whatever you want to anyone as long as it's not a direct threat. If it's a veiled threat, that's okay. Like a veiled threat such as I have the military, the police, and the bikers on my side, right? <laughs> that's okay. Right. But I just it, like because that's where it tends to fall right now for hate speech is was it a direct threat because of something like you are white and I'm going to kill you because you're white that's hate speech right if I say mm-hmm. I'm just going to kill you that's just a threat could you like um, let's say you were driving around and you saw someone with an American flag on, on one side of the truck and an ISIS flag on the other. <laughs> Would would that would that fly? Like, is, would that be? Yeah, no. Because that... same thing. Okay. ISIS represents a very small 
I don't even know if it qualifies to call it a subsection. Right. A slice, a, a sliver that you couldn't recognize on a pie chart the size of a piece of paper. That is the, the size of ISIS in relation to Islam, right? And everything they stand for is hate speech. Right. They hate the West. They hate groups different from themselves. Mm-hmm. And they openly say they're going to kill them. Right. Right? Which is not that far from what Nazis say now, and it's the exact same thing that Nazis did less than 100 years ago. Right. So I get torn on this because I, I love the First Amendment, but we do have provisions in there for hate speech, and I, I'm wondering how the glorification of Nazism doesn't fall under that umbrella. Well, I'd hate to be on the, the courts that, <laughs> that made this decision because I don't really know. Well, it's a U.N. resolution, and I can't remember what the Human Rights Council – I think that – I think that all councils on the United Nations have to have a unanimous vote mm-hmm. or you can abstain right. to pass something, which is always funky because Russia's on the Security Council with us. Mm-hmm. They're a permanent mm-hmm. member. And so anytime a security measure comes up, they usually vote against it. So it's dead. Right. Which is weird. Yeah, that is kind of lame. <laughs> like when I think the Security Council voted obviously about Crimea mm-hmm. being annexed and Russia, of course, voted against it. So it was dead. Right. It was something like that. Right, right, right. Something weird. Man, I don't know. I mean, I ha- I personally don't see any problem with uh, with with that law. Like, uh, I have no problem with uh, there not being Nazis anymore. <laughs> right. Or them going into hiding uh, or whatever. But at the same time, I mean, I don't and know. And I don't even know what the resolution was going to do. Right. Let me read you the whole title. The whole title was... Combating glorification of Nazism, neo-Nazism, and other practices that contribute to fueling contemporary forms of racism, racial discrimination, xenophobia, and related intolerance. That's pretty. It's a. That's pretty narrow. Yeah. You know, and you know, of course, the deputy U.S. Rep- representative did say we condemn without reservation all forms of religious and ethnic intolerance or hatred at home and around the world, but we can't sign on because it's a fundamental freedom of expression. Uh, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Uh, that's that's really tough for me. This was less than a hundred years ago that we were at war. Do you? Th- but we weren't at war. See, that's and that's where it gets tricky because a lot of people that aren't uh, really fully educated in World War II, um, they they combine Nazis and Germany, but the Nazis were a party. It's like right the the Democrats or the Republicans right the Nazis <laughs> and they just they controlled fully the country but not everyone was a Nazi sure and we weren't fighting the Nazis per, technically we were fighting the German army right. now there were Nazis in the German army because they were the ruling party right it would be like condemning if and, if 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 the U S went to war illegally or whatever how right. you want to describe it right. And Republicans were in control of Democrats. Right. And then afterwards you say it's illegal to glorify Republicans right. because of their hate crimes. And so I think that since it's, it wasn't a country that we were – since the Nazi flag, the swastika doesn't represent that country. I don't know. It's an ideal. That's where but I think it gets a little – I think that makes it easier though because yeah, then you're not glorifying you're right. a country. You're, you're right. glorifying a movement yeah. that is in in and of itself hate. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Uh, Tough. The, real quick, the Nazis did have an army. Like, they had the SS. <laughs> right. right. So they Dude. did have soldiers. And they were 
Yeah, they, they were, were core. Jeez. I don't know, man. I that's just one of those ones I just I don't know where I'd come down on it. Like I guess I guess if I had to make a decision, it would be to to not glorify to to Right. To come down on that side. And obviously, I didn't read the full text here. You know, this is an article from CBS News just about – it has the name and then why the U.S. in one sentence said they didn't vote. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Or, or voted no. But I don't I don't like being in the company of the minority. Right. As the United States. That's kind of my point. Yeah. So. All right. Uh we are going to take a break, and when we come back, I have some random headlines for you today. Um, police in Kansas, horse, wait, truck back riding, uh, and uh, <laughs> Toyota is, uh, they're trying to market to a new uh, celestial body. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in just a second. Some of the guys from the club are going hunting tomorrow. Well, count me in. Hunting? I thought you were going to play hockey with Chris. Well, you can bring him along. Oh, no, it's too dangerous. Lois, Lois, the National Gun Association is all about safety, especially when it comes to kids. Take a look at our new video. Let's face it. Your kids are going to get into your guns. That's a fact. Gun accidents can be avoided by introducing your children to guns as early as possible. Hi, I'm Petey the Pistol. Say, do you ever get lonely? Yes. Me too. Hold me. If you squeeze me, I make bad people go away. But wait a minute. I thought guns were bad. False. Guns are good. In fact, did you know that Jesus and Moses used guns to conquer the Romans? So remember, guns don't kill people. Dangerous minorities do. Warning, guns are extremely dangerous. Do not purchase, own, clean, operate, or be near guns at any time. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Nazis. We talk about Nazis a lot on this show. They come up. They come up. (laughs) Like a weed. Just keep springing up out of nowhere. Oh goodness! All right, Never so really left. Um, what do we got? We have some random headlines here. Um, now, what do, we, what do we have? The first what one. What's right? What is it? Is it improper to say what do we got? Is it? Are you supposed to say like what do we have? I don't know. Does have, it matter? Have, have what we? <laughs> what have we? Okay. Yeah. What have we? There you go. That's it. Okay, so the first uh, the first random headline is just uh, it's out of Kansas, okay, and this is the Lawrence Police Department, and they um, they shared with us on uh, Channel Two here, WDTN, the most ridiculous call they've had this year so far. The police, yeah, okay. <laughs> so two officers. This is this is their account. Two Please officers. Please tell me it's a horse chasing a perp again. No, okay. <laughs> that that's next. Okay. Uh so two officers get sent to a road rage in pros, uh progress. Um upon arrival, the first officer finds two cars in a parking lot. Uh the cars are facing each other and in close proximity. Proximity. Uh one of the people gets out of the uh 
oh, Karen. Well, they have the, Chad and Karen. Uh, they're they're quote unquote. They're not real names. Oh man, I was like, no way. Those are just perfect names for this. No, I think that's why they picked them. <laughs> Chad and Karen. Chad and Karen are in a fight. Uh, the cars are facing each other in close proximity. Karen wants out of the parking lot. Chad wants in. Oh my gosh! Both of them are <laughs> refusing to get out of the other one's way. Literally, all they have to do is back up. Nay, all all one of them has to do is back up, and another one. Can Who go. called the police? Um, let's see. Hold on. By the time we arrived, the great parking lot standoff of 2019 has been going on at least 20 minutes. So Chad says, I got nowhere to go. I can just stay here all night. <laughs> but why, Chad? Why don't you just move? Apparently, because this is a principal issue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, where's the chivalry? Yeah, I you know, know, if we got Karen. So, however, maybe Karen can be reasonable. Karen, could you please just back up so Chad can go? Nope, I'm not moving. He can. I'll tell you what I would do if I was the cop. If I was the cop... I would find out which one called me, and then I would back up my squad car and ram the side of their car (laughs) as hard as I could and say, you wasted my time tonight. I could have been out there setting a speed trap. Instead, I had to come here. (laughs) Karen claims she can't back up because her vehicle is too large and she will literally crash it. Karen is driving a minivan. Mini is emphasized because the van is not particularly large. And if Karen can't back it up, maybe Karen should refrain from driving. Touche. So sergeant, a sergeant shows up to get more information. No, on they this called a sergeant road out. rage in progress. Come on. And as soon as he finds out what the issue is, uh, nopes out of there like the day old donuts just got set out at the get. So he leaves. The sergeant. The sergeant's like, like whatever. Yeah. Okay, listen, Chad. This is really a massive waste of our time. Can you just move? Nope. I didn't call you guys. She did. I'll sit here all night if I have to. What a dumbass. I'll tow both of your cars. Yeah, I know. Karen, how about you move your car? Why won't you just make him move? Ugh, the police suck, is what she says. Ooh. Karen, we don't have the legal authority to make either one of you move. This is private property. Second of all, grow up. Third of all, we're leaving. Have a good night. As far as we know, Chad and Karen are still there. (laughs) They just left. I love it. build a monument to them, Chad and Karen. Uh, I couldn't be a cop because I'd just tase them probably. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. uh, I would say you've got five seconds. Mm-hmm. And and I'm calling I'm, Thanos. And I will, t- I will tow your cars, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying you have five seconds to choose. You've got five seconds starting now, four, to move your car, three, <laughs> or else I'm going to tow it, two, one. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, it's going to be towed. And I'm going to put it in an impound. In the next county over. Yeah. And then the next with state guy, over. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to pay all sorts of fees, and I'm going to cite you both for being stupid. Can, can yep. they do that? Is there a... Is there a... I think... I mean, as a cop, listen, you could go disorderly conduct on anybody at any time. Yeah. Right? Pretty all you got to do is bait them a little bit. She said, ugh, the police suck. Yeah. Disorderly. <laughs> disorderly. Night in jail. Yep. All right. Looks like you're uh, clearly intoxicated. Time to go with the drunk tank, and we'll put you in one of those restraint chairs. Yeah. Like in- <laughs> Only someone intoxicated would be this stupid. We better take you in. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So the next one, uh, Texas is known for its outlandish cowboy charm, and nothing embodies its country swagger better than this horse riding in the back of a pickup truck. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Uh, 
um, cowboy charm. I don't know, man. <laughs> so okay, there's a, there's a horse, and it is standing in the back oh. of a pickup truck, and apparently the truck is going 70 miles per hour Dude, at some like point. It's like a short bed. <laughs> that poor horse. Yeah. He's just standing in the back of that truck. Do you ever feel bad for dogs that are back there? Like yeah, the I don't like that people do that. I don't understand why people put leave their dogs in the back of the truck. Like, it's so easy for them to jump out. Jump or hit a bump? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, no judgment. I'm not judging you. Because yeah. maybe, the dog <laughs> just, <laughs> maybe the dog doesn't care. You know, I know that Luke likes to always put his head out the window. Yeah. But usually once we get to like 50, he mm-hmm. comes in. Yeah. He's like, this hurts my eyeballs. I can't breathe. Right. I can't smell anything anymore. Right. I want to come back in. Right. So I, just, I don't like it. I don't know. Um, so the police said the horse was riding the truck bed because the driver's other truck um, couldn't pull a trailer. Or it wouldn't start, the one that pulls a trailer. Uh, apparently, the horse is well-trained and worth $15,000. And uh, that is this, like, this wasn't illegal. So That's even more of a reason to not put it in the bed of your truck. It's a, it's a well-trained horse. No, no, no. But it's worth so much <laughs> money, you get in a wreck. Yeah, I don't know. That horse dies. People are stupid. I don't. What did you? Is this was this vital to your day? Like, what was happening? What are the horses thinking? <laughs> I wonder if he's enjoying. Like, woo! Yeah, <laughs> I've never run this fast. <laughs> oh, okay. So Toyota. Yeah, we 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 know Toyota. They're a pretty good car company. Um, they uh. Electric vehicles are be, have been grabbing the headlines, but uh, Toyota is all about uh, fuel cell powered vehicles. They've been trying to work on that a lot, and um, pro hydrogen, I should say. Oh, I was like, what's the? What are you talking about? Okay, they're so cars, hy- hydrogen Toyota's vehicles. Cars, yeah. Okay. Um. So they have a new project. They announced this week that they'd formed a partnership with Japan. Z- Space Agency <laughs> to build a fuel cell rover bound for the moon. Hey. Yeah. All right. The ambitious goal for the manned rover is to be put into service by 2029. Wait, did you say manned rover? Yeah. They're going to put a guy on the moon by 2029? I guess. That's legit. I mean, 10 years, like, come on. I think you can go a little bit quicker. Yeah, I don't, but I've never understood why we... So it's a fuel cell, so maybe is it that to say, like, it could just go forever? Like, N- No, I don't think that's how... That's how I don't know work. how they I work. Fuel cells? They're, you have to change them out, oh. I think. Hy- hydrogen fuel cells? Uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know how they work. Off yeah, hydrogen. I don't know. <laughs> um, you could traverse long distances on the moon, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Toyota on the moon. I didn't know. I actually didn't want to look into it. J- Japan going to the moon now. Yeah, manned vehicle? That's what it said. Moon. That's cool, man. I mean, China has a, yeah, manned rover. Manned rover. Oh, Japanese companies plan to mo- build moon colonies. Um, uh, no, they, Dude, know that, they, will, they, they will do it. They know that we own the moon, right? Yeah, our flag's there. Yeah. Actually, we have several. Yeah. Pretty sure. So I don't see any J- Japanese... Are, is World War Three going to be over the moon? It might. Can man. we not? I don't know. There's a you know. Look at oh, that. they're going to build a two billion dollar robot moon base by 2022. The well, Japanese will do it. I'm telling interesting. you, they will do it. What is like? What are these pictures? Motor Trend. I'm on Motor Trend, and they have like yeah, it's fuel cells that, and it has a solar panel. It looks like a DeLorean. It's wait. Are you looking at this one? I mean, the front of it does. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's freaking big. Six yeah, yeah, six yeah. wheels. 
it's weird. It says Toyota on this on the front. That's that's kind of funny. A, yeah. a branded a branded <laughs> Moon Rover. We never had that before. Yeah, that's the. I mean, why wouldn't you though? You know, it'll be nice that they they will have a Moon Rover that has a windshield now instead of just that open air free <laughs> open air <laughs> <laughs> open open space. Well, it's nice. It's nice out here on the moon. That's, you could just bounce right out of that put thing. The, the, well, the, I bet you they're going to try and airlock it. That would make sense. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Manned rover, twenty twenty nine. I really hope they do it sooner than that. That's like ten, it's ten years. Yeah, well. You know, we did it in like six in yeah. the sixties. You know, yeah. Like, come on, yeah. You guys can do it. We've already done it. You guys do it now. Yeah. You know, make it better. We'll, Go we'll colonize tell them, it. We'll tell them how we did it. I wonder why the why do why do you want to colonize the moon though? I don't know. Because like, we're because we're running out of room here. There's seven point some odd billion <laughs> people here. Especially in Japan. Yeah. I, did I ever tell you about the joke I heard about Japan? Like, why they're so populated? Uh-uh. <laughs> Guy is a comedian. I can't remember who it was. I want to take uh-huh. credit. He's like, the reason they're so populated is as soon as you walk into a building, you're in someone. And then they're... Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, it's probably happens on the trains there when they yeah. shove people on. Like, oh, oh. Oh, too bad. Slipped right in. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, if you, I, saw, I watched a movie called The Moon. Uh, that sounds like a... With... Uh, Oh man, what's that guy's name? He's one of my favorite guys. Um, he was on Iron Man two. Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, that's an interesting movie. It's got kind of a M Night Shyamalan twist. Iron Man two? No, <laughs> the moon. <laughs> or just actually, it's just called it's just called Moon. Moon. But yeah, he's mining. They're mining uh, moon dust up there <laughs> or something. So. All right. Um, I have uh, I have a new quick game for us here. Well, actually, I don't. Do I have any music for this? I'll just play this again. Um, it's pretty similar to the last game we played, except this time it's did this happen in a U.S. city or uh, this country or or this city? So basically, I found a news story that's either from a U.S. city that's named after a foreign country, okay, or it's in a that country. foreign country, okay. or it could be a city in the foreign country, okay, like Paris or Paris, like we did last yeah, time, okay. right? Um, the first one is Finland. Okay, I'm not going to tell you the state till till we're done. Okay, if if there is a state, if there is a state, okay. Um, so Finland now. This is at a zoo, and, and bear in mind that Finland is a the the U.S. city. Finland is outside a major city. Okay. Okay. Um. Now people are swooning, 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 <laughs> swooning, swooning, swooning. That's yeah, over a buff bodybuilding monkey at this zoo inside Finland. Uh, the pint-sized primate has clearly been putting in some hours on the monkey bars. And uh, let's see if I can... I don't know if I can show you this picture without without well, showing you I already the... have a reason to take a guess. Okay. I'm going to say it's in the United States. Okay. Because All right. I feel like Finland, the country, uh-huh. doesn't have zoos anymore. Really? I feel like they're, like, they're so liberal. <laughs> you know? What what do you think the most liberal city in Finland is? Uh, I don't know. Helsinki is that in Finland? <laughs> it is, and uh, it it is where this monkey is. No way! Yeah. All right, right here. Take a look at this. Uh, 
Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know what kind of steroids that no, monkey. No, no. We were talking about chimera. Uh huh. That's a chimera right there. That is a half something else. Oh. Half monkey. <laughs> it is. That thing is freaking Maybe ripped. It's Bigfoot. That is totally Sasquatch. Oh, I, I, I heard something. You know what's that? Uh, what's that video that everyone always comes back to? The Bigfoot video. Oh, the main one. What's the guy's name? It's, I don't know. I can so. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me is that the guy, the guy that did it was like notorious uh, liar, like a, yeah, yeah. He, a, he faked stuff. Yeah, Patterson, and he got arrested for writing a check, a bad check for the camera, that camera, and apparently, <laughs> the guy in the in the, there was a monkey. The monkey suit took a lie detector test that said he was in the monkey suit. No way. Yeah. Oh, so man. it's total. It, it, yeah, it's, Patterson it's total crap. Yeah, Patterson Gimlin. Yeah. Yeah, they were going up there to shoot a fake documentary about Bigfoot and claimed to have seen the real <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you. So Finland, Helsinki, Finland, uh, the city in the U.S., yeah. Finland, Minnesota. There's a Finland, Minnesota. But I was wrong. But you were this wrong. This happened in Finland, this happened the country. In, in the country. Helsinki. Okay. Only in Helsinki. Yeah, right? <laughs> so this isn't. Um, this isn't a country it's a it's a city name. okay so city, this city. happened in kent 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 okay okay um and uh you know i'll give you the i'll give you the the country and the state kent texas or kent england sure okay i think we've talked about kent because it's pronounced kent that's right if it's in that's england right. <laughs> uh and i'll just read you the headline naked carpenter convicted of 10 counts of indecent exposure naked <laughs> uh, carpenter yeah uh robert Jenner, dubbed the Naked Carpenter, became notorious for refusing to renovate houses uh, with clothes on. This would never happen The ex-soldier and self-styled naturist insisted his actions have never left anyone alarmed or shocked. But the jury disagreed after he walked through a shopping center in uh, clear pants. Clear pants or just no pants? Clear. They were clear. No way. That's what it says. <laughs> I mean, he's a carpenter, man. Slivers. Yeah. He has to do something. You know? yeah, if you're going to go through the trouble of wearing pants, why yeah. not just wear pants? Right. I mean, clear <laughs> pants, like, like yeah. vinyl. Yeah. That's plastic. terrible. Yeah, just freaking awful. wear jeans or, or shorts <laughs> they or something. Don't, they don't breathe. Holy crap. I'm going to say this is Kent, England. It is. Kent. Correct. It is yeah. uh, Kent, England. Here is uh, a picture of the naked carpenter uh, with uh, tools. Dude, that looks like something placed. from The Onion. Like a, a Photoshop <laughs> does, <face> right? <laughs> or something from SNL, like one of the pictures they show on Weekend Update. Oh, here's update. an even better one. Look at that right there. He's got his, uh, He's got his nail, nail gun, gun in front of his nail gun. It's a small nail gun. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a 16 penny? <laughs> All right. Uh, two more here. Okay. Um, Titan of Tanks. Why Lima is ground zero in the battle over defense spending. I couldn't find a funny one, so this is just... <laughs> okay. So is this uh, Lima. Lima? You know you know where Lima is, right? Peru? Yeah. And there's the city in the U.S. named Lima. Um, David Berger was sworn in um, uh, for this one-time industrial boomtown. Anyway, it's uh, this particular city is um, building tanks. I'm gonna say it's in the United States. Yeah, I would. I don't. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't uh, think Peru has any tanks. No, probably not. Probably not. Now I now I gotta know. Lima, Ohio, Lima, <laughs> Ohio, 
Now, this one, I'm just going to leave super vague. Uh, several water problems plague Cairo community. <laughs> well, I feel like Cairo, Egypt would be in like permanently plagued. <laughs> you know, that's, that's so true. I'm going to say Cairo, United States. <laughs> you know, I, I tried to pick one that would maybe, you know, you think e- Egypt's probably pretty dirty. Yeah. yeah. It's probably got dirty water there. But you, you, you. I would think they're just so used to you it. You use such different logic yeah. for me that you totally, uh, yeah, you got it I there. mean, in the word plague in <laughs> Egypt, I yeah. mean, come on. You're right. You're right. You know. Uh, this is uh, Cairo, Georgia, which actually was hit by a series of tornadoes and uh, a couple weeks ago or last week. And uh, they've had all sorts of issues there. Mm. And now they kind of look like uh, Egypt. Yeah, they yeah. got pyramids now. Yeah. Yeah. By um, the way, Peru plans to buy military tanks from China. Just thought I'd throw Oh, that. good. Good. <laughs> That's good news. That's great. Yeah. Good. What, ours are too expensive or what? They, they want the knockoffs? They want the knockoffs. Sorry, that's, but seriously, China knocks our stuff off. Yeah. Like, for real. You no see their intellectual <laughs> copyright. <laughs> their raptor. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's plastic. It's crazy. Um, so... Um, I guess we. I only have one more thing to talk about. All right, let's do it. Now, a few weeks ago, we talked about nuclear weapons. Yeah, and then a few weeks before that, we talked about hurricanes, and we also talked about the idea of nukes in dispersing hurricanes. a yep. hurricane um, with, with a, a nuke. nuke. Now, yeah, apparently, someone in the I think it was the 50, 59, yeah. theorized uh, this idea. Like they made a model of it? Yeah, he thought it would work. Okay. But I, uh, it, it, it wouldn't. Okay. Pretty much we, we talked about the reasons why we thought it wouldn't work uh, on that one episode. It would just disperse so much radiation. It would. Well, yeah, that was it, the radiation would actually cause more harm right. than good. Right. Uh, and there was the potential for it to make the storm bigger. <laughs> but what I really want to come at you with is how much energy is actually inside a hurricane and okay. how much energy it would take to disperse a hurricane. So if we were talking, if I remember right, wasn't the czar bomb like 15 kilot? Uh, 15, Fif- mega- 15 megatrons? 15, 50 <laughs> megatrons. You're right. 15 megatons? 50 megatrons. 50 megatons. Yeah. Megatrons. Uh, which, if I remember right, was like 50,000, no, 500,000 uh, kilotons. Yeah. Um, so this is okay. this is going to be in joules. And uh, joules. so joules of energy. So yep. this is this is the lightning, the wind. This is the energy of a hurricane. Just if you were to put it all in a bottle. Right. Capture lightning in a bottle. So 600 trillion joules of energy okay. per second is inside a hurricane. Okay. Say that number again. 600 trillion joules of energy every second. Now, let me translate that to a nuclear bomb. 600 trillion That joules? is 10 Hiroshima's a second worth of no. energy. Okay? That's crazy. And this is about 200 times the total electric generating capacity on the planet per day is inside what? a hurricane. Okay? Now, there could be a way to disperse the hurricane with a czar bomb. Okay? Wait. Is it big enough? Yes. If you had 238 of them. <laughs> you have to have 238 czar bombs, the bomb that has never been tested. 
It has. It has been tested. They, I don't think they ever tested the Tsar bomb. I thought they said, I thought that was the biggest one that had been tested. No, I Maybe think it's not. the biggest okay. one like ever manufactured. Okay. Because if they did, I want to see the footage. <laughs> it's, uh, this, this video I watched said it would take around 238 Tsar bombs to equal the strength of a hurricane. And uh, that would basically destroy the world. So, Oh, my gosh. It was tested. Was it? Yeah. 1961. Oh, I yeah. didn't think they ever tested that thing, man. Yeah. Oh, man. You can see the curvature of the earth from the freaking mushroom. how far away they are from the mushroom. And they got a crater. Well, it, yeah. it left a crater. Of course. <laughs> with a lake. So now if we remember back to our uh, nuclear discussion, the Tsar bomb, it, uh, if you're in the Salt Lake area, the blast pretty much extended all the way yeah. to... Wyoming, essentially. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, and if you, I think it was in Tokyo. It was fourteen million people. Yeah, it would basically wipe out all, or all of New York City. Yeah, yeah. Um, like in an instant. Yeah. So two hundred thirty-eight of those would destroy the planet. <laughs> but it would also. But it would. It, it could potentially disperse it that would hurricane. Disperse a hurricane. <laughs> or, or it would join forces with it and make the most horrible disaster we've ever seen. So. Thank goodness that the person who theorized the idea of putting a nuke into a hurricane uh, never tried it. Although I kind of wish that he would, so we could have seen right. a nuclear hurricane. A nuke, yeah, <laughs> man, what would you even call that? A, like a nuclear cane, hurricane nuclear, her nuke. Six hundred trillion joules or ten Hiroshima's per second. Per second, and that's just like a standard. That's a that's an average on a hurricane. Just, you know, yeah, just run of the mill hurricane. Yeah, it's just an <laughs> average of one through five category. Just yeah, Man. so there it could be even more powerful than that if you got uh, you know certain hurricanes. Oh, that's crazy. I know, pretty wild, huh? Yep. They yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm reading an article. Yep, they did Czar bomb. They also called it the King of Bombs or Big Ivan. That's a great name. <laughs> 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 produced the most powerful artificial explosion in history. That's nuts, man. Yeah. Oh, there's a picture of it. Well, oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, hope they don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for being with us. Find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please share with your friends. This has been episode 45? Yeah. It's episode 45, I believe. Yeah. 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 So anyway, thanks for being with us. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time. <laughs>